Welcome to the Know, Like, and Trust show with Brittany Gardner, the podcast where we explore the world of personal branding and how to build your know, like, and trust factor up for ultimate business success. And now here's your host, Brittany Gardner. Hey, hey, everyone. I hope you are all doing so well. If you are based in the U.S., you probably are a week out from our recent Thanksgiving holiday. And if you're anywhere, you're probably coming up into holiday season, whether it's something that you celebrate or not. So you're probably busy. I'm busy. I just moved. I've been in like all the projects and all the boxes. And yes, I've painted far too many walls lately. And if you are listening to this in real time, today is my birthday. And I'm super excited about that. So there is a lot going on, and I'm going to keep this episode really short and sweet. And this episode is going to be serving really just as a thinking starting point. There are no big like aha moments that are going to completely change your entire business. What I'm hoping this episode will do is give you the ability to say, huh, I haven't thought about it like that yet. What if I did this instead? And get the juices flowing. Because as we enter this really busy time period, I think it's really easy for people to kind of sit back, do things by default, and frankly, miss out on some really big opportunities. What is that opportunity? That opportunity is your small business edge. And I want to bring this out because most of my clients are either solopreneurs or they have a very small team, most of which is not full-time like themselves. And because of that, they and I, and probably you as well, have a huge advantage. And it is that you have the ability for a quick pivot. I know. Are we over the word hate there? I know that we all overuse that word at the beginning of the pandemic, but I don't mean it in the, hey, our world is imploding kind of way. I mean it in the, hey, something's not working here. It used to work and now it's not. And I'm going to make a small shift little tweaks, little small percentage points, figure out how to fix it. And then all of those little small things will add up to a big difference over time if I take the time to test it out. So to do that, I am going to walk through three quick scenarios, all things I've either personally experienced in the last year or so, or I've up close and front seen my clients experience. So the first one of these is that you decide you're going to make weekly videos and then repurpose them to other venues. Maybe that's a Facebook Live, a YouTube Live, even LinkedIn Live, right? Something like that. You commit to doing it. You even say, hey, Tuesday is going to be my day I do this every week. And you start doing it, but you're getting like mm, crickets in response. First of all, if that's happening, go see recent guest Tracy Phillips. She's like the Facebook Live queen, and she's got all the information and answers, and she's a hoot on top of it. So go do that. But second of all, you've got a couple options here. Maybe you were doing these lives and they just aren't the right content topics. Maybe you need to revisit your content system, figure out what your content buckets are, make sure that they are pieces of content that are actually going to drive some good thought-provoking content, much like this episode, by the way. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge, right? And maybe you just got to make sure that they're a really good match with your audience, the audience of best clients that you really truly want to be working with because you're so good at doing the exact problem that they need solving. So maybe that's your problem. Or maybe you're transcribing these videos and converting them to blog posts, and those blog posts have all the potential to do well, but you're not titling them with like good SEO keyword rich titles. Maybe you're using Pinterest to drive traffic to those blog posts, and they also could benefit from an SEO audit. 
not like a black hat kind of SEO audit, but like someone who really knows what they're talking about and says, no, your clients aren't searching for it in those terms. Here are the terms that they are using. All of those are quick, easy, pivotable solutions to your content repurposing problem. And all they require is for you to look at what isn't working, backtrack it to the place where you can't diagnose any further and say, I'm going to make a small change here. Now let's measure it for the next couple of weeks and see how it's going. If it's going better, congratulations. Your pivot was a success. If it's still not going well, go down the list. Try the next thing. There are so many different opportunities in every way in which we as online business owners market we can't forget to just test them one at a time. And that leads me to my next scenario, which is maybe your primary lead generation is Facebook ads. And if you're not actually living under a rock, you've probably heard someone in your marketing world talk about how Facebook ad costs are skyrocketing. And this is not just an iOS 14 issue. Yes, that did make it more difficult, but this has been a problem that's been trending for quite some time. And because of it, People who used to do decent at ads and have pretty good launches off of them are now struggling. There are a lot of different options here. One, hire an ads person who really knows what they're doing. That is costly and expensive, I'm well aware. So maybe you just need to look at the messaging in your ads. Go back to those content buckets. What are people really, really worried about? And how can your service alleviate those worries? Talk about that kind of stuff in your ads. You might end up in a scenario like one of my recent clients. She came to me about a month ago, and I think she totally could have benefited from a funnel dashboard where we could actually track all the different things because she had emails going from two different service providers, one of which was Kajabi, where her actual course platform is. So she had metrics from Kajabi. She had metrics from her other email service provider. She had sales pages. She had sales cart tools. I mean, there was data everywhere. So a dashboard would have been a huge help for her. But we didn't have time to build that. We were less than two weeks out from her launch. And what she could do was ask me to look over her emails. And I saw a really good opportunity for her there. Maybe her Facebook ad costs were skyrocketing. And that is true. Maybe she wasn't converting as many people from those Facebook ads. That was also true. But I no longer touch ads. What I can do is say, hey, for the people who are converting, let's make sure they're really well qualified. And for that, we went and rewrote all of her email sequences. So the pre-webinar sequence, the post-webinar sequence, and emails to her regular list, even if they had not actually signed up for the new webinar. And you guys, the results were fantastic. And I would like to point out, she was an excellent writer. Even the stuff she gave me was already good. So we did some polishing, some injecting of more personality, some really good results-driven proof in the copy. We did all of that. And she sold 23% more people into her program this launch than she did in her past spring launch, simply as a result of saying, hey, Facebook ads are really expensive. So let's make sure when people do come in through there, we are serving them as best we can. So we made sure that her email was doing more heavy lifting. And as a result, she had a better launch, 23% more sales. And as a result, a much higher launch revenue as well. So even though the Facebook ads were more costly and didn't convert as well, we picked it all up on the back end with really good email sequences. So that was scenario number two. Now let's talk about scenario number three, which may sound very familiar to a lot of people here. So let's say your Instagram strategy used to have really good results, but it's slipping. Last year around this time, you were getting an average of 35, maybe 50 likes on a post, and now you're lucky if you're getting 15. However, 
Those are vanity metrics, and I don't want you to put too much stock in them. What we actually want to look at is what leads are coming in through your Instagram. For that, you want to be tracking them. Yes, we're going to have to get a little bit technical. We're going to have to start using UTM codes. We're going to have to probably set up a content measurement dashboard. But once you can see which posts, which stories, which weeks of content are actually producing lead results and not just those vanity metrics like comments and likes, then you can start making the tweaks. You can, again, backtrack until you can't diagnose it any further and say, here is the point where I can no longer change things, but here is the point where I can. Let's start changing this, measure it for a few weeks, see what happens, and so on and so forth. So all three of these scenarios are speed and adaptation rich. They are giving you, as a small business owner, an incredible edge over someone with a large team because they don't have the ability to quickly make these changes. You, as a micro business owner, do. Now, whether you're just, and I am air quoting so heavily here, just a service business owner, or if you are a course creator, these scenarios play true to all of us. When there's something that you can't control, you have to backtrack to where you can control something and then start testing those little tweaks. 1%, 1%, 1%, 2%, 2%, 2%. Over time, these small numbers add up and you end up to that 23% increase over your last launch. That is fantastic. It feels good in the moment. It's a huge ego boost. And in addition to all of that, it gives you the potential to make your mark even in this you know, age of like launch malaise, even in this rising costs for advertising age. You still have the ability to have a flourishing business by making sure that you have a good content plan to begin with and that you are measuring results along the way so you can see when you need to make these tweaks. All right, guys, that is all I have today. You know where to find me, brittanygardner.com. My Instagram is I am Brittany Gardner. If you need help with that content strategy, if you need help setting up a content measurement dashboard so you can do some of the things we talked about here, I am a message away. I am booking for December. I am actually raising the rates on my intensives as of January 1st. So if you want to save that amount of money, I think I'm raising it by $250. So if you want to save that, get yourself booked for right now while I still have some December space available. And let's see exactly what we can do to make every marketing effort you put out there that much better. All right, guys, see you next week. 